Check one, two. Check one, two, one, two. Good. You ready? This is all. Hey, it's Cassidy Pope, Gabby Barrett. It's Darius Rucker. Country. Hey, y'all, this is Luke Bryan. We're Runaway June. Scotty McCreary. Hey, it's Russell Dickerson here. News. New music from Luke Grimes and a big surprise from Cody Johnson. Porter, and here's everything you need to know in country music for the week of April 24th, 2023. We're bringing you the hottest news and the newest music in country music every Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. I have to kick things off with a huge thank you to Bobby Dixon, aka Backstage Bobby. She covered for me the last two weeks, thankfully. I was sick and then had a huge power outage in my town, but now I have returned, and I'm sure you didn't miss me because Bobby is amazing, but let's get right into it and discuss the hottest news in country this week. Huge news for all my Cody Johnson fans. He announced that he is releasing a double album titled Leather, And he thinks it's his best work yet. It's going to feature 24 tracks. And from everything he's already given us and the huge year that he has been having, I am not going to be surprised when this is an absolute hit. Stay tuned for more details. You know we'll announce it all here first. Luke Combs announced that his new single will be Love You Anyway. That's headed to radio and will be his 16th number one if it does hit the top of the charts. I'm pretty sure it will because everything he touches turns to gold. But I think the coolest thing about this announcement is he let the fans pick it. He did an online poll and I think this is so Incredible. I would love to see more artists do this. Granger Smith bid farewell in his last show ever in Chicago. He is going on to be a minister and the show looked absolutely incredible. It was 90 minutes long and he gave it his all. We have some content from the show up on allcountrynews.com. So make sure you check that out. And we here at ACN are sending Granger Smith a huge congratulations on an incredible career, and we are wishing him so much luck on his new life's journey. Ernest announced he's hitting the road on his This Fire tour, and he's taking out some pretty incredible opening acts, including Jake Worthington, John Morgan, and Cody Loudon. Make sure you plan your tickets out ASAP. There's no way this tour doesn't sell out. There aren't that many dates, but he will be hitting some really great areas. Tickets go on sale this Friday, April 28th at 10 a.m. local. Speaking of touring, Cole Swindell is hitting the road, this time with Nate Smith, Connor Smith, Avery Anna, and Graylin James. Tickets go on sale for that this Friday, April 28th at 10 a.m. local time. Head over to coleswindell.com now to map out all the shows you want to go to. I know for a fact this tour is going to sell like hotcakes, so make sure you plan it all out because this is one you do not want to miss. 
Jackson Dean released his Live at the Ryman album. And if you haven't heard of this guy yet, you will be hearing him everywhere. He has been taking over the country world. And this album will prove to you why you know I'm a sucker for anything live or acoustic. So make sure you check this one out. It is fantastic. Ashley Cook is living proof that childhood dreams can come true. She recently got to take the stage with Kenny Chesney at Tortuga Festival, and this story absolutely warms my heart. She was always a really big country fan and attended the Tortuga Festival in 2013 as a fan. This year, she not only got to play a full set, but she also got to take the stage with Kenny himself and perform in front of thousands. The video of it made me a little emotional and I am so happy for her. Make sure you head to her socials now to check that out. This is a must watch for the week. The biggest story this week is of course Stagecoach which kicks off this Friday April 28th through Sunday the 30th and I am beyond excited about this because I unfortunately am not able to make it out there. So for those of you who are sad about sitting home like me, Amazon Prime will be streaming the entire thing on Prime Video and Amazon Music's Twitch channel. So you don't have to miss out on all the fun. I am so excited about that. But there are just so many incredible artists that are going to be playing, such as Luke Grimes, Lainey Wilson. I mean, the list could go on and on. We have all your must-see artists up on allcountrynews.com now, including some of our faves like Mackenzie Carpenter and Caitlin Butts. And of course, Jackson Dean, Nate Smith, the list goes on and on. So make sure you check that out and make sure you check out the schedule so you know when you'll be able to see which artists on Amazon Prime or Amazon Music's Twitch. And now it's time to dive into the hottest releases in country music this week. The hottest. The hottest. Ella Langley teamed up with Co Wetzel in a super high energy tune about toxic love. It's titled That's Why We Fight and it's so so great. It honestly is giving me kind of like early 2000s vibes and I am absolutely here for it. This is definitely a must listen for the week. Katie Offerman sings of the afterburn of a bad breakup in I Just Killed a Man. And this track is so good. Her vocals on it to me are fantastic. She has such an interesting quality to her voice. And this is also co-written with one of my absolute favorite writers, Jesse Joe Dillon. Anything that lady touches turns to gold. Everything Katie touches, same thing goes. She's so incredible. And this is just another really amazing one to get you through the tough times if you're going through one right now. It's just absolute fire. Country music duo Sutherland released their new self-titled EP, and it is absolutely spectacular. Probably one of my favorites is the first track. It's called Ain't For Me. And it's just really fun and is one of those songs that kind of just like gets you up and gets you moving. I really love it. And also really love a slow song that they added called Three Minutes. It is definitely for all my lovebirds out there. But make sure you check out 
all the songs, they're all really equally as great. Tylan Allen takes pride in her upbringing and new single, White Trash. And this song is super fun. I really love the vibe of it. It's kind of slow, but it's still really fun. And it's kind of just all about not caring what people think about you. And I am so here for that. Another one to add to your weekly playlist. Teddy Robb's new single came out. It's called Question the Universe, and it's all about the right love at the wrong time. I think there are probably so many of us who can relate to that, and I just love this track. It shows off his vocal qualities so well, and it's just so good lyrically. Another must-listen for the week. Lauren Watkins released her new album, Introducing Lauren Watkins. And I love the title of this. I think it's so fitting because it's really showing off who she is as a person and an artist. Every single song is absolutely fantastic. And you're definitely going to want to check out the first track, Sleeping in My Makeup. That one, so relatable. Grain of Salt, I absolutely adore. There's only seven tracks, so you're going to love each and every single one. Make sure you check it out. I can already hear all of my Riley Green fans screaming over these releases. He released two new tracks this week, Raised Upright and God Made a Good Old Boy. And they're both spectacular. He's one of those artists that I have been watching just kind of skyrocket up in the country music world. And he is definitely not stopping. These tunes are so him. And if you are a fan... You've already heard them, definitely, but if you haven't yet, make sure you check them out. Another two that are must-listens for this week. Drew Parker and his wife Mallory released a duet titled King of Country Music, and the visuals of this one will definitely put you in your feels. It features their daughter. It is the cutest thing ever, and they absolutely smash this one. Make sure you check it out. Luke Grimes has blessed us with another track titled Hold On and it is just giving us another incredible glimpse into his upcoming debut album. I am such a fan of his. I honestly cannot get enough. This is me telling you this is your must listen for the week. We are so lucky this week because this week's interview is my fave girl, Miss Bobby Dixon, sitting down with Teddy Robb to talk all about his new single and what's coming up for him the rest of this year. Listen to it all here now. I love it. So I see you grew up in Ohio. I grew up in Illinois. So I, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of things that we have in common. So talk to me about growing up in Ohio and what you were doing when you were little. Oh, I, the hardest thing for me uh, with music has been that I'm not home. I, I miss home all the time. Uh, I had an awesome childhood. It was full of sports, outdoors, fishing, hunting, uh, football was my first love. So, uh, big Buckeyes fan growing up. Um, just, uh, you know, that's what I, I go back to. Um, I'm from Akron area. A lot of people, I guess a lot of people leave Ohio and I'm one of them, but I'm, I miss it. Um, had an awesome family, awesome friend group. Uh, 
I feel very, very blessed that I got to grow up in Northeast Ohio. I love that. Are you a Bengals fan? Uh, I'm a, I'm a Joe Burrow fan. Okay. I, I would... okay. That's like <laughs> yeah. me. I know yeah. there's a big Cincinnati Bengals bar here in Chicago that I went to. And so I was wearing my Joey B sweatshirt yesterday. So I was like, wait, I have to ask him if he's a Bengals fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was pulling for them, but uh, just cause I'm a, a Joey fan, but not necessarily Bengals. If the Browns can ever get it together. I'll, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pulling for them. Yeah. We have that in common. If the bears can ever like actually be a real football team, maybe, maybe yeah. we, can, we can go somewhere. But for me, I grew up with, in like a musical melting pot. You know what I mean? My parents are still like, how my parents are still like shaking their head. Like how after all these years, are you loving country music? So how did you first find country music? Mine was kind of a, a transition from uh, classic rock to country. So I grew up listening to the classic rock station, uh, like earlier teens and, and childhood, uh, listening to the Eagles, Bob Seger, uh, stuff like that. And then when I was like 16, 17, I, I just started discovering country music. And I think like at the time it was like Billy Currington, uh, Dirks, I remember, you know, Kenny Chesney, Tim McGraw, and just being like, oh, this is cool. And then discovering George Strait. And that was when it was like, all right, this is definitely where I want to go. And then I, when I was learning how to play, sometimes classic rock is just very complicated, especially some of the vocalists in classic rock there. I mean, like, I don't know, like trying to cover Bob Seger sometimes to this day, I'm just like, I don't know how he's hitting these notes where... I just started finding that uh, the country music was a lot about the story and the tone of your voice. And so it was something in the beginning that I could grasp. And then the more I've got into it, the more I realized there is a lot of complex stuff going on in country music. But there's also it was for me, it was something that like picking up a guitar and learning how to play a song. It seemed a lot more attainable than some of the stuff other stuff I was listening to. I love it. Your PR is here. So I'm going to pop. I'm going to let her in here real fast. We can edit all this out. <laughs> okay. else we'll say, hey. Hi, Hannah. Oh, hi. Ooh, you're, you're good. We'll edit you all out. You're totally fine. <laughs> That's the power, the power of me being able to fix all this. So no worries. We're glad you're here. It's nice to finally meet you. You too. Awesome. So uh, Teddy, I got to ask you, I am a George Strait fiend. You can see I'm like slowly building my wall here um, behind me of all my favorite artists and people that I love. So what is your favorite George Strait song? Or maybe I'll give you a top three because that's kind of a tough one. The one that I love to play and that I feel the most is Troubadour. And it's just because uh, I just think that with every year that passes, I feel more and more connected to that song. Um it was the one that really jumped out to me when I was like first like discovering him and that song just kind of stopped me in my tracks. I don't know why I wasn't even 25 yet. The first time I heard that song in the first line of his, I still feel 25. I'm like, I bet I'm going to grow with that song. And it made me feel a certain way that made me want to learn how to write songs. Um, but I love, I can still make Cheyenne. Uh, that's definitely one that, that tugs in my heart. Uh, and then I'd have to go back to like Amarillo by morning. That is stuff that was like required to learn to be playing, you know, country music. I, I remember feeling like if I'm going to be a country musician, I got to learn how to play some of this stuff. And those were some of those songs. 
I love it. So I love that you bring up Troubadour because when I was little growing up, I rode horses and I begged my parents to buy me a horse and I promised I would name it Troubadour. And like, I'm like, dad, I know you love George Strait. I'll name it Troubadour. It never happens, but I mean, a girl can dream. <laughs> so was music always your first love? I know you mentioned football. Like, did you do a little bit of both? Was there ultimately like a decision you had to make? Like, talk to me about that. Growing up, it was all sports for me. So, and when I, you know, football being my, my first one, uh, first sport that I loved, um, it wasn't until I was in college that I started even discovering that I could do music. I have a grandmother who's passed on, but she was a, uh, an amazing singer and actress. And so I always like in my head growing up was like, maybe someday I'll, I'll pick up guitar and play. I'd learned a few chords when I was younger and it, it wasn't, uh, looking back, it wasn't that hard for me to learn a few chords. I thought at the time, like, Oh, I can't play, you know, insane guitar. So I'm not, a, I'm not a musician, but I was able to figure out a few things at a young age, but then I just got so wrapped up in sports. And then in college, when I was kind of honestly, just kind of ready to be done with it, um, I missed the feeling of the uh, adrenaline that you would get going out on a field. And so I was like, I could tell that I needed that some, some sort of excitement. And so I learned enough to, uh, I, I had an old guitar and I, I started figuring it out and I learned enough to go play like an open mic at this little coffee shop. And I just got worked up the courage. Cause we had like a question in college that was like, what would you do, you know, if money was no object, what what kind of job, what would you go after? And I was like, well, I would move to Nashville and be a songwriter. I'd never even like performed or anything. And my teacher was like, you should try and figure that out. So I went and played this open mic and it was almost the exact same feeling I got playing football. It was like really exciting. I had nerves. I was, you know, I was no good, but I was just like, this is awesome. Getting on stage and even to sing for people. And so it was from that moment on that I just started going after it with you know I haven't stopped since so I was like I love that what song did you play gosh I think I played in color by Jamie Johnson I played 3 a.m and uh I I think I actually was it probably wasn't a George Strait song it was like you know you get three songs but just double checking I'm like I hope George was in there you said you had to learn Amarillo by morning so I would assume (laughs) that that would have been one of your three so you said you kind of hit the ground running there. What did that look like for you? Like, did you automatically move and like move everything and move to Nashville? Or did you kind of hone your craft a little bit before you obviously made the leap? A little bit. I was really, really green. So I was in college and I started taking a little bit of guitar lessons and learning how to sing a little bit. Uh, private lessons were so expensive that I just started taking some classes in college. I'm like, well, I'm going to be paying this money to learn how to play I might as well get credit for it so I started taking some college courses like my junior year and so I finished up my degree in business and while I was taking guitar piano vocals and as soon as I got my degree it wasn't wasn't even six months after that I moved to Nashville just kind of wanted to come check it out it was like LA or uh, Texas uh, LA Austin or Nashville and I was like just kind of figuring out I came down to Nashville to check it out I walked into Tootsie's. They were doing auditions and I auditioned to become a, a singer down there. And it was like, that was 2013. And I, I got, got the gig and I started playing in Nashville like six days a week. 
like talk about jumping in like head first. Like that's, yeah. that's quite, what was the hardest thing about like moving that quickly? I feel like for a lot of people and a lot of people that I've talked to and a lot of people I know down in Nashville, it doesn't happen that fast. So what was the hardest adjustment from going from like post-grad kind of wanting that time to figure things out to being like a Broadway player six nights a week? Definitely uh, was a, a shock playing that much. I'd never played that much before, but I mean, I think the hardest part was just learning all the songs. Like I moved down here and I knew maybe a handful of country music songs and a handful of stuff that I could perform well. But I, I went from like open mics and maybe an hour or two set back home to four hour set six nights a week. And so I moved to town. I Luckily, I was making just enough money to get by and uh, I, I didn't have a TV. So every evening I was just literally just sitting in my little uh, apartment and learning how to play country songs. Anything from Willie Whalen, uh, George Strait, George Jones, uh, uh, Garth. I didn't know. I, I remember not knowing how to play Friends in Little Places when I first moved here and being like, if I'm going to play Broadway, I got to know how to sing this thing. Yeah. And so every night, that was the hardest. It was just a, a lot to take in my first year or so here, trying to learn all the country music. But I'm so glad I did that because now, you know, over a decade later, I feel like I really understand a lot of different uh, eras of country music because of that. Yeah, hopefully, like, I don't think Chicken Fried was out yet. So you weren't like having people yell that at you or wagon wheel. Oh, yeah. It's always oh, a bingo yeah. card. I took my family to Nashville, I don't know, like this time last year, and we literally made a Broadway bingo card. And it's like, okay, every time you hear this song, like, cover it up. Whoever wins, like, gets a free drink. So I love that. I sang both of those uh, songs more than I care to admit. <laughs> I love it. So how did you balance being on Broadway? I know you mentioned, um, you mean, you didn't have a TV, so you were kind of forced to perfect everything, but how did playing covers kind of translate into you saying, well, I want to write my own stuff. I, I learned pretty quick being on Broadway that that was going to be not a dead end road, but not the, I didn't want to get, uh, stuck down there. And so I started, uh, trying to devise a plan to how I could balance be, you know, the both, the both of them writing and Broadway. And I always looked at it like, I'm going to try and use Broadway and not let it use me. So I'm going to go home my craft. I'm going to work on things. I'm going to make enough money so that I can go write songs and get off the street as soon as possible. And uh, so my story got a little bit interesting after about a year in Nashville, I was in uh, Colorado snowboarding and my like I was like a bet to get up on on stage at this little place called Pepe's in, in Vail, Colorado. And I did. And when I got off stage, their owner came over to me and asked me if I wanted to be a house musician there. So after being in Nashville for a year, I moved to Vail, Colorado and spent a year uh, playing in the mountains, being a, like a, you know, just a ski town uh, or ski resort singer. Did that for a year. And I was uh, I was snowboarding all day and then. Uh, than playing guitar and, and I just kind of come from the Nashville thing so doing that in Vail it was like a party you know everybody was enjoying it and country music it was growing and growing but then that also got me to learning some you know different styles because I was getting requested a lot of different things there too uh, some you know Bob Dylan James Taylor things like that that I wasn't really doing in Nashville so I started learning that stuff I think that really helped with songwriting when 
eventually I made a connection in Vail that led me back to Nashville. And it wasn't long after that, that I uh, got my record deal in 2017. Oh my gosh. That's, isn't that funny? And I think it's so funny that just everything kind of twists and turns and then things led back to Nashville. But what has been your favorite thing that has happened to you? Like since you've been back, like what's one thing that stands out to you? Mm, I got to play the today show. That was pretty cool. (laughs) That was fun. I got to open up for Luke Combs one night. That was pretty cool. Just, uh, you know, got to like, for me, it's all about playing live. I love playing live, love being on stage. Um, just having those moments where, you know, that you've got the crowd and you, everything's kind of working right and you're singing great and people are feeling what you're, what you're playing. Those are always the, you know, just kind of the best thing. So I would say today's show, I got to sing on stage at the Ryman open for Luke. Uh, those were some special moments that, uh, you know, no matter what happens, I'm like, I did some cool things. Yeah. Right. right. So speaking of something really cool, it's been so fun to follow your journey, building your house. Um, all I could think of is like Tim, the tool man, Taylor, like the whole time you're building the house. So talk to me about like, now you kind of have this sanctuary almost to kind of hone your craft. Was that the thought that you had, or was that just kind of me as an outsider, watching you kind of build your new house that's exactly what it was and i've been here for a little bit over a month and i've already like the 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 uh art that we've been creating here is so special um having a place that like you said feels like a sanctuary big high ceilings it's like just amazing for writing and singing and so uh that was the the hope it was not an easy process and it took a lot, a lot out of me to build this thing. And now that it's done, I'm just, I'm so grateful that I have this space and and can fully focus on music again. And I'm writing here multiple times a week and uh, it's just going to, I can tell already that it's going to be worth every bit of the focus that it took to build this thing. I love it. Like forget a writer's retreat. We're just all going over to Teddy's house for the weekend. (laughs) That's exactly what we're, we're hoping. I love it. Well, I'm super excited about you, the song that you have coming out, like the piano at the beginning for me, like instantly perked my ears. But I also know that there is a very interesting story that also includes uh, a member of Old Dominion in this new song. So please, please walk me through the life of this song. I am dying to hear it. <laughs> All right. I'm going to try and give you the cliff notes because it could, <laughs> we could be here for a while if I uh, told the whole story. But um, I was hanging out with Brad the, the night that this, uh, this song was first, uh, inspired and I met someone that night and Brad was there to kind of witness the whole thing. And so we, you know, we, him and I got kind of close that week cause he was seeing this, uh, this love story happen. Right. And so we'd spent a few nights together that week, the night I uh, met was St. Patty's Day and she had 10 days before she was leaving for California. And so we spent a lot of those 10 days together and and Brad was a part of some of that. And so she was leaving on a Saturday morning and this was uh this was Friday when Brad sent me this song and he's like, "Hey, do you want to write this thing with me?" And I was like, "Absolutely. I would I would love to. I'm I'm on my way to write the song when he texts me. He's like, "Um, was uh too inspired uh it's already written 
it's all you know basically say like the song's been written already he said it just fell out and uh he wrote it about us and so I didn't I I was flattered I mean I thought that was like the coolest thing ever that somebody from Old Dominion thought that something in my life was cool enough to write a song about and uh pretty much was like well I didn't write it but it it is my story I'd love to record it if if that's okay with you and he was he was okay with that and so that's when the process started of uh recording that song but yeah the whole thing is it's very true. It's very accurate. It was a lot of stuff that Brad and I had talked about that week and that he had seen kind of happening. Maybe he should have Brad follow me around. Like, I don't know. It would be more like your dishwasher broke or it's snowing in Chicago. I'm probably not as interesting as that. <laughs> yeah. So he wrote it from the perspective that uh, she wasn't coming back and she was going to California. She let, she did leave the next morning and then, uh, about a week and week, week and a half later, she she ended up coming back. So and, uh, hey, I know I was like, how do I? There she is. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I was like, how do I politely ask if she's still around? Well, now we know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. How does she feel about it? About the song? Yeah. I it. Yeah. I, you know, I'm just going to speak for her right now, but I, I think she loves it and feels the same way I do that. It's like pretty flattering wow. to have, have somebody write a song about us. A love story cool enough that somebody would want to write a song about it. That's, that's what you moved to Nashville for things like that. I know a little bit of Nashville magic. I think my favorite part is like, God did me dirty. Uh, <laughs> And so I think that's just so funny. So, but question the universe, like, does that, I love that it kind of brings in this like nineties double entendre, like you going into it, like you don't really know what it's about. Did that draw you in as well? Yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, you know, the story is really real. So I'm, I'm listening to the story throughout the song, but the way that Brad hooked the, the, uh, the title question, the universe, the way that he brought it back around to that just just knocked me out <laughs> awesome have you played it live yet yeah i've played it live a couple times it's awesome awesome were you surprised did anything surprise you about the reception to the song or you know what i mean i'm sure brad probably sent it over to you with him singing it but how are you adding your flair at now into question the universe versus like doing it the way brad did it it's such a specific story so like it's you know it's the story is is my story what surprises me is to how many people come up to me afterwards and can relate to it yeah that, that just lost somebody who's lost a you know love or things didn't work out however however they relate to it uh, but that's what's been really neat I love it. So before we wrap things up here I want to know what are some of the goals you have for yourself this year I can't believe we're like more than halfway through April, like where did time go? But what are some of the goals you have for yourself? I just want to continue putting music out and put stuff out that hopefully people like enough to want to share. I'm, you know, I'm doing this independent, so I need the help of other people. I mean, I hope I'm putting music out that is, uh, th that is just, uh, can, can capture people enough to where they want to listen to it and share it. I know what it's like to to hear a song and want to listen to it over and over and over. And so I'm trying to make music that uh that people will just relate to and 
care enough about that I can keep doing this. I love making music and want to keep doing it. So that's my goal right now is just to be able to put food on the table. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Fill up that house with a bunch of good music. I love it. So thank you so much. We are super excited about the release coming out Friday. Um, but yeah, hopefully I'll be able to catch you next time I'm in Nashville. Yes, please. You're awesome. Look us awesome. up. Perfect. Uh, we'll, we'll grab a cocktail or some food. That or would be great. I know. I, Red Door did me in last week, so I'm taking a little bit of a break. <laughs> that's, that's where Lee and I met was Red Door. No way. Oh my gosh. I swear that place is like a time warp. Yeah, it it really is. It was like one in the morning on St. Patty's Day and uh, that I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I think we we know what happens late night at Red Door. So thank you guys so much. And we'll chat with you soon. Congrats on the new release. Thank you so much. Awesome. We'll chat with you guys soon. Bye. Before I officially sign off, we definitely have a few more things we need to talk about. First up, new artist spotlight of the week is Landon Parker. Make sure you follow him on socials at Landon Parker. He is an incredible up-and-coming artist that you are not going to want to miss out. I am so excited to announce that we have a new candle up on shopgoodsentiments.com. It is called Breathe. It's from an incredible artist named Jordana Bryant. The scent is Summer Rose, and $5 from every sale will benefit Creative Vets. Creative Vets helps to empower wounded veterans to heal through the arts and music. Such a beautiful cause, and these make such incredible gifts. Make sure you check her candle out as well as the rest. They all smell incredible. I can vouch for that. I have several here in my household, and we go through them very quickly. And before I really go, it's time we talk about video of the week. Video of the week. This week's video is Megan Maroney, Girl in the Mirror, and I absolutely adore her. I think she's so incredible. She's definitely going to be one of the next big artists in country music. It wouldn't surprise me at all if she got Miranda Lambert, Carrie Underwood big one day. She's already headed that way. And this song is so emotional. She has such an incredible range of an artist. And this video is like heartbreaking, but also so beautiful at the same time. Make sure you check it out. It is definitely a must watch for the week. That's all the country news I have for you this week. Visit allcountrynews.com for more news and content from your favorite artists. I'm Rebecca Porter, signing off for All Country News. Rebecca Porter. I run Women of Country Edits and Marin's Girls on Instagram. Both seek to celebrate women in the music industry and all things girl power. Thanks for listening. The All Country News podcast is produced by Horseshoe Media. You can submit your artist, organization, or event to us at allcountrynews.com for a chance to be featured. If you loved this episode, please rate and review our podcast wherever you're listening. Shout out to our friends Track 45 who recorded our amazing theme music for this podcast.
All Country News. For more, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at All Country News. Visit us at allcountrynews.com to join our birthday club where you just might get a huge surprise from one of your favorite artists on your birthday. Subscribe to our weekly industry newsletter to get all the news you just heard in this podcast even earlier, delivered straight to your inbox. And check out a new episode every Tuesday right here. All Country News.